Good morning, and welcome to the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. With the always evolving world of cyber threats and defense, you need a source you can trust. FBI retired Special Agent Darren Mott guides you through today's intricate cyber landscape and brings you the latest headlines and insights and what it means to you. Let's dive into today's cyber news. Morning, friends. Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. This is the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. I am your host, retired FBI Supervisory Special Agent Darren Mott. As it's Wednesday, that means it's Deep Dive Wednesday. I only have three articles that we're going to kind of look at a little closer than I normally do with, with most of my articles. It's kind of more of a get in, get out kind of thing. But uh, today we're going to look a little deeper because these articles kind of hit across several themes in the book I'm writing that have to do with protecting IoT devices and protecting your information and vulnerabilities, stuff like that. Um, uh, one update on the book, if you're interested or wondering, I because I'm a former FBI agent, I had to send it up to what's called the pre-publication unit at FBI headquarters. I sent it up uh, yesterday and I was promptly told that they'll have it back to me by October. So if you're looking to pre-order, you know, save your money. So uh, maybe they get it back earlier. Who knows? Uh, it was not a good day on Monday. But anyway, um, here we go. Uh, cybernews.com. Ernest Napper is reporting. Toothbrushes are a cybersecurity risk, too. Or two. Millions participate in DDoS attacks. So this, is, this was interesting simply because... One of my chapters has to do with Internet of Things devices and mobile devices and how to save, how to protect them and keep them safe because they can be used to launch attacks. And here is a perfect example of such a thing. So cyber criminals have expanded their botnet capabilities with around 3 million smart toothbrushes infected with malware. Swiss newspaper, uh, a Swiss new paper report, I'm not going to try to even pronounce the name of this paper, referring to Stefan Zuger, director of system, director systems engineer from the Swiss branch of Fortinet. All right. An unbelievable scenario that actually occurred. Remotely controlled toothbrushes participated in a distributed denial of service attack to simultaneously access and bring down the website of a company in Switzerland, according to the newspaper. Some smart toothbrushes use connectivity to track and improve user hygiene habits. For example, apps can tell how many, how well users brush their teeth. Now, there's another way to know that. Go to the dentist, and if you don't have any cavities, you did a good job. But, you know, I, I, I sidetrack on that. Anyway, cyber criminals exploited gaps in the Java programming language to infect smart toothbrushes secretly. Then a single command was used to direct the request to a targeted server. Each device that is connected to the Internet is a potential target or can be misused for an attack, warned Stefan Zuger, and he's absolutely right. Cyber News has also reported that cybersecurity professionals avoid smart devices for good reason. They are easy to hack due to questionable update practices and lack of security. And on top of that, I usually in presentations would say, what does the S in IoT stand for? And people say, there is no S. I'm saying, right, it would stand for security, but there is no S, so there's no security. So um, these things are written without security in mind, and then these things kind of happen. According to the newspaper, shared the, the newspaper shared that Zuger and his team recently demonstrated an experiment on how long it would take for an internet-connected computer without any protection to get infected. Allegedly, the system was compromised after just 20 minutes. Almost 50,000 cyber incidents were filed with the Swiss Federal Office for Cybersecurity last year, 43% more than the, the previous year. Only 50,000? Well, they got lucky. Um, that's the extent of the article if you want to go take a I mean, there's nothing else to take a look at. I read the whole thing. But it just goes to show that as you get these smart devices, you are creating a vulnerability within your home that bad guys could theoretically exploit. And here we go. Um, now, what's the value of targeting a toothbrush, frankly? Um, well, because you can then use it to send data to a website to take it down as part of a den distributed denial of service attack. Now, you could, oh, sorry about that. You could theoretically argue that, um, you could theoretically, that's my phone, my bad. You could theoretically argue that 
Um, they could pivot off of the toothbrush into your network. That may be a little harder to jump, but possible, certainly possible. But again, my question here is, do you need a smart toothbrush? Honestly, I mean, I, it, it's a neat concept and someone was probably said, hey, let's make a smart toothbrush. But like I said, if you go to the dentist, you don't have cavities, you're brushing your teeth right. There's really not much else you need to know. But, uh, you know, some people are numbers nerds like myself, so I understand the need and the desire to do so. All right, from bleepingcomputer.com, Bill, Bill told us, I saw this article across different, different um, news sites, so I figured it was worth taking a look at. Google says spyware vendors are behind most of the zero days it discovers. Interesting. Commercial spyware vendors, or CSVs, were behind 80% of the zero-day vulnerabilities Google's threat analysis group, or TAG, discovered in 2023 and were used to spy on devices worldwide. Zero-day vulnerabilities are security flaws that vendors of impacted software do not know about or for which there are no available fixes. Google's TAG has been following the activities of 40 commercial spyware vendors to detect exploitation attempts protect users of its products, and help safeguard the broader community by reporting key findings to the appropriate authorities. Based on this monitoring, Google has found that 35 of the 72 known in the wild zero-day exploits impacting its products over the past 10 years have been attributed to spyware vendors. Those spyware vendors use the zero-day flaws to target journalists, activists, and political figures as directed by their customers, including governments and private organizations. Some notable CSVs highlighted in Google's report are SciGate and RSC Labs. They're Italian firms known for the Epius and Hermit spyware for Android and iOS. The former acquired the later, latter rather, in 2022, but both operate independently, apparently. Intellexa, an alliance of spyware firms led by Tal Dalian since 2019. It combines technologies like Zytrox's Predator software and Yspear's Wi-Fi interception tools offering integrated espionage solutions. Neg Group, which is an Italian group, NSO Group, an Israeli firm that was famous for the Pegasus soft spyware that impacted iPhones. And Veriston, a Spanish vendor. These vendors sell licenses to use their products for millions of dollars, allowing customers to infect Android and iOS devices using undocumented one-click or zero-click exploits. Some of the exploit chains utilize end days, which are known flaws for which fixes are available yet patching delays still make them exploitable for malicious purposes, which goes to the point when you have an update to your device, you should update your device because zero days, obviously there's going to be no fix for that. But once there is a fix, it becomes an end day. And if you don't fix it, you're still vulnerable. So Google says the SF... SFVs have grown very aggressive in their hunt for zero days, developing at least 33 exploits for unknown vulnerabilities between 2019 and 2013. Uh, Google is proactively countering spyware threats through solutions like safe browsing, Gmail security, and advanced protection program, and Google Play Protect, as well as maintaining transparency and openly sharing that threat information with the tech community. So good for them. That's what they should do. But this goes to show that you need to keep your devices updated. And it's interesting because this is an ethical line for these companies is what they're doing. Legal, illegal. It's clearly if you have unauthorized access into a device, it's illegal. But who's holding these companies to accountability? Apparently no one. So this problem is just going to continue on. And it's going to be not just Google. I'm sure they have exploits for Brave and they have exploits for Chrome. That's Google, sorry. Uh, and uh, rather Edge and Firefox and all that kind of stuff. So this I'm sure is just one of many instances of this type of activity going forward. So keep your stuff updated. Uh, where you can. Lastly, the Hacker News, hackers exploit job boards, stealing millions of resumes and personal data. So again, this is where you have to look at 
um, balancing your need to provide information to people and your need to protect your own information. So let's, let's, let's take a look at this article. Employment agencies and retail companies chiefly located in the Asia Pacific region have been targeted by a previously undocumented threat actor known as resume looters since early 2023 with the goal of stealing sensitive data. Singapore headquartered group Headquartered Group IB said the hacking crew's activities are geared towards job search platforms and the threat of resume or theft of resumes, with as many as 65 websites compromised between November 2023 and December 2023. The stolen files are estimated to contain 2,188,444 user data records, of which 510 plus thousand have been taken from job search websites. Over 2 million unique email addresses are present within the data set. By using SQL injection attacks against websites, the threat actors attempt to steal user databases that may include names, phone numbers, emails, data births, as well as information about job seekers' experience, employment history, and other sensitive personal data. The stolen data is then put up for sale by the threat actor in Telegram channels. Group IB said it also uncovered evidence of a cross-site scripting infection on at least four legitimate job site search websites that are designed to load uh, malicious scripts responsible for displaying phishing pages capable of harvesting administrator credentials. Resume Looters is the second group after Gamble Force that has been found staging SQL injection attacks in the APAC region since late 2023. So I say all this just to say it's happening in, in the Asia Pacific region. Just understand it's coming here. So if it's working on these sites, chances are they're going to find the same kind of impact on other sites. Um, so it does actually list that the majority of compromised websites were based in India, Taiwan, Thailand, Vietnam, China, Australia, Turkey. Although compromises have also been reported from Brazil, the U.S., Turkey, Russia, Mexico, and Italy. Chances are we will see more. So what does this mean for you? Do you have to, should you put your stuff on job search sites? That's going to be a personal risk assessment you have to make. And how important is the information if it gets stolen? So if it's just your resume, chances are it's probably your resume is easily findable. If I, if I was to do a quick resume search for anybody, I'm sure I could probably find a resume would have all that information on it, right? Um, so what is the purpose of this campaign? The article says it appears to be financially motivated given the fact that resume looters have set up two Telegram channels to sell the information. Not sure what the value in it is because it's probably pretty f common open source information, but they're... If they're probably selling it because they know people will buy it, someone will buy it. So just be aware of this particular risk. Um, so I would say this, if you have your resume on job boards and you get a job, take your resume off the job board. Um, it may be too late. It may be too early. So it's hard to say, but I would say if you are not searching for a job, maybe not have your, don't have your resume on job boards because obviously this is a targeted ent entity um, that this, this, previously unknown actor is now looking for and my guess is we will see more of this as we go forward throughout 2024 that's going to do it for a quick look at three articles and do a deep dive into them for this deep dive wednesday as always thank you for taking the time to download to subscribe to share the podcast with others know that knowledge is protection if we can understand the threats targeting us we can assess our risk proceed wisely enjoy the rest of your wednesday and we will talk again tomorrow Cyber Smart Morning News is written and produced by CyberGuy Productions. Feel free to email thoughts, comments, or suggestions to Darren at thecyberguy.com or follow Darren on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Darren Mott. Thanks for listening.